The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously, from there you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The Hot Take BS, we bring you best, we bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley back here in the saddle with you on the BetQL Network. Every game, Game 7 here on this show, no hot take BS. A lot of hot take BS in the world of sports today with all the news. We're not going to bring you the hot take BS. We'll bring you bets, and we're actually going to talk sports. What a foreign concept. Bets and sports here on this show. Coming to you live today from the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our pals at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And you can hear us on radio stations nationwide, including our friends checking out the show on Satellite Radio. Shout out to them. Sirius 160 and XM 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. You can also... Subscribe to the BetMGM YouTube page for my award-winning Board of Spreads video with all the thoughts on Super Wildcard Weekend in the NFL. The asterisk is that it has not yet won any awards. But it's a great segment, and you can check it out and support BetMGM, our show sponsor, because they support us. The BetMGM YouTube page for the Board of Spreads. And do all of these things, please, on a T3. Three words that start with the letter T. It is, in fact, a tremendous football Thursday, January 11th in the year of our Lord. 2024. 
Uh, a couple days from Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. How awesome is that? Show on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He can be found on Twitter and on X, at Lockie Lockerson. And on this tremendous football Thursday, we will bring you four phenomenal guests. Pro sports better, Joey Kanish. In all his glory, I'm sure. Maybe he's finally done celebrating after the Michigan Wolverines win the national championship, smashing Washington on Monday night. We'll get Kanish's thoughts on Michigan. We'll get Kanish's thoughts on a uh, job opening at a college in Tuscaloosa you might have heard of called uh, Alabama. We'll talk about that and get his thoughts on his Lions Sunday night against Matthew Stafford and the Rams and all the bets for Super Wild Card Weekend with our friend Joey Kanish. Speaking of Super Wild Card Weekend, three of our regular guests over the course of the week will join us today on the show to give us their picks for Super Wild Card Weekend. Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast. Connor Allen, I, I don't know if like Connor's back from his like three-week tropical vacation. It'd be nice if he, w- if he were back. I guess he is. This is on the show today. Connor Allen from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. His prop bets coming up for Super Wild Card Weekend. And our friend pro sports better Rob Pizzola from The Hammer. Rob will give us his picks for Super Wild Card Weekend. So, I mean, this is like a murderer's row if you like to bet on sports of amazing guests giving us bets. Kanish, Chernoff, Connor Allen, Rob Bazola. In all seriousness, like, how good is that? Who's got it better than us? You do, our listeners and viewers, because that, uh, that is absolutely pretty solid. Plus, Ken and I haven't been on the air since uh, Monday. Anything happened in sports the last the last 48 hours? Because, like, every 20 mean? minutes, there's, like, a new, like, bombshell report that a coach has been fired or, or is yeah. retiring or has been pushed aside. We're going to get to all the news. We'll hit it, of course, from the betting perspective, right? Bill Belichick out in New England, kind of like mutually parting ways, whatever. Basically fired by Robert Kraft. Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee. Pete Carroll forced out in Seattle. Nick Saban retiring uh, as head coach of Alabama. So we'll hit all of it from the betting perspective. We've got markets kind of like on like who the next head coach of X team is going to be. Jim Harbaugh going to stay at Michigan. Tons of tons of news in the NFL, college football. We will hit it all from the betting perspective. Also, we've got six playoff games coming up that start in just a couple days. We haven't been on the air since Monday, so we will bring you like a full hour of breakdown, analysis, line movement for the six games on Super Wilds Card Weekend. If our opinions have changed on any of them, updated injury information, updated weather information, and like Alex just put something in our chat right now per... Uh, Per Marty Griffin, I believe that this is in, uh, in Western New York. Sources say Steelers' bills could get moved to Cleveland if lake effect weather and state of emergency declared in Western New York on Sunday. So, like, we weren't we weren't playing when we told you on Sunday. Also, the betting market kind of told you this also, that the weather could be insane Sunday in Buffalo. We will talk the bills and the Steelers and the weather there. We will talk the Chiefs and the Dolphins and the injury reports in that game. And the latest on Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts yeah. and his the fingers on his throwing hands ahead of Monday night's game in Tampa against the Buccaneers. Also, our guy Ken Barkley feeling really good, not just because we're coming off a couple days off, but Ken hitting Michigan on Monday night to win the national championship. Yeah, our good. guy Ken Barkley will take a well-deserved victory lap and a little bit here on the show. And of course, power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight, including maybe my New York Knicks making a statement on the road in yeah. Dallas against the Luka Doncic less Dallas Mavericks. We will get into all of it, all the games tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. We are locked and loaded after a couple of days off. A lot going on in the world of sports. Playoffs on the horizon. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good. It's like, like too much has happened almost since we left, including like this report that you just read 
about this game. Like, I, maybe just start there for a second. So Nick just read, obviously, this that Steelers Bills could get moved. Uh, it moved, and Cleveland Brown Stadium officials have been told to quote be ready. Why? Uh, I don't know because there's going to be sustained winds of like 50 miles per hour with gusts. It's going to be like a hurricane. Going to be ridiculous in that game. And then the Chiefs game where you were like, let's talk about the injuries. They're really not going to move this. They're really not. The The wind chill is going to be negative 30. You get frostbite in 10 minutes being outside in this. They're really just not. And it's the source from the NFL says no change will be made. The game will go on on Saturday night. Boy, Peacock needs this game bad, apparently. I What is what is going on with these two games? <laughs> this is like, this is the most current thing. Like, yes, coaches retired and it's crazy. And uh, I want a lot of money on Michigan and we'll do both those things They're Are they going to move these two games? It seems like they're not going to move the chiefs game, which I think is insane. You can't, you can't go to a game like that. You can't go. <laughs> You're going to die. If you go to the game, I'm laughing, but like, cause it's absurd. And then you, I don't think you can go to this game on Sunday. You're going to blow away. You try to sit in the stands and watch the Steelers Bills game. What this got really weird, really fast with these two things. Because if these move to neutrals, there's a whole lot of stuff that's affected by that. Uh, if we feel like that becomes more and more of a possibility. Oh well, here's um, here's my opinion. As someone who uh, we'll talk about it later in the show. I uh, I took four and a half with Miami. Just in my yeah. opinion, I think they should move the game to Miami. And, yeah. the point, and I should get to keep my bet nice on Dolphins plus four and a half. Yeah, it, listen, yeah. It, it, you it see is. that Tampa forecast? And, it's gonna be like eighty-five well, degrees during the game in the Tampa game. It's just pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty wild, man. Yeah, what's um, it like outside? Here's here? The, Don't ask. Here, here's <laughs> the here's here's the problem though with like what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm team. I wouldn't. I would. It could be like I wouldn't go outside and like for, sit outside in forty degree weather for three hours for a football game. So like negative thirty, like no chance. But here's the thing, like and I guess it's their right as America. It's a free country. Yeah. They can do whatever the hell they want. Like there are psychopaths that like probably like wear this as a badge of honor. Like yeah, I can't I wait there. to go and and sit outside and get frostbite to watch like my team in a in a freaking in a wild card game like probably gonna be psychos with like their shirts off like faces painted these are right. lunatics absolute lunatics but listen it's a free country it's their right to be that i mean i feel like the stadiums are gonna be full both these stadiums are probably gonna full with lunatics and god it's bless Buffalo them maybe some of them listen to the Kansas show City. this is the, the the two most lunatic places this is it's uh culture heritage tradition flaming tables like all that stuff with both places i mean this is like this is some pretty dangerous stuff though. I mean, like, I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because it's, it's ridiculous. They're like, like, well, you know, uh, the stadium is actually going to blow away. Don't care as scheduled. Need the TV window. Like, or just like, can't, you know, like competitive balance. This is a smack know. of like COVID 2020, right? It's like, well, it's a like everyone, bit. everyone's got the novel coronavirus. It's like, okay, well, we'll delay the game three hours. Or right. like, hey, like, like the Denver Broncos are starting like their fourth string wide receiver and quarterback. Should we postpone the game? Nope. Right. Here's Kendall no. Hinton plus 17 at home against Taysom Hill and the Saints. It's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Earth has been transformed into a race of uh, brain eating zombies. And I would get a text on my phone that's like, uh, public schools have been delayed 90 minutes this morning. <laughs> yes. It's like, what? We say they're all zombies now. Like, with 90 minutes. Like, or like, or like the, the nukes right. approaching. Adam Schefter tweets, all clear. Right. All Games clear. will kick off as scheduled. This is, uh, it's, I gotta be honest, like, you know, wildcard uh, playoff games and divisional games. Yeah, they're always during the winter. We occasionally have, you know, inclement weather. It's, it's just a part of playing outside this time of year. 
these two are pretty crazy. <laughs> like this is you don't you don't have things as cold as Kansas City's going to be ever basically for a playoff game. It's like it would be among the coldest games ever played, if not the coldest. And you don't have things as windy as but like this is this is extreme. This is pretty. I I don't think this is going away. I I kind of think crazy stuff's going to happen here. You I, you can't play. Well, this. define crazy. Define crazy. Like, what games. do you think happens? Well, but they're already kind of like laying the groundwork to move the Buffalo game. So I it feels don't understand like how they don't really move realistic. the Chiefs. They said they're not going to move it. They should change their mind. Like people are going to die at this game. Like this is this is not a thing. This is Antarctica. Like this isn't a thing. That's it. That's like this is not a reasonable weather condition to play a sporting event in. This is like this is like skull and crossbones logo on the stadium type stuff. All right. So, I, I, so you're going to move Buffalo. You're not going to move that game. That game's crazy. Right. Like Bills, it's like weather. Like it's wind. And the temperature's still going to be bad. And I understand there's like a lot of hazards involved in wind also. You will freeze to death in 10 minutes being outside in the Kansas City game. If fan, player, coach, doesn't matter. They're going to just, no no plans, really? So let's say that the game is moved, that either game is moved. Kind of like, tell, like what happens for people that have already bet the game? Uh, I mean, I think... Well, it depends on the book, but most house rules are that it has to take place at the time it's set to take place, which wouldn't change in this place. They try to keep the time because the TV windows and then but it has to take place at the location that it's stipulated to take place at. That's what most there's always like the one book after the fact, which we, we've seen this in a couple places where it's, you know. Oh, actually, we don't have that. So you're just, you're locked in no matter what it is. There was a domestic book last year. God, what game was it? Oh, the game, that, the Bills game that moved to Detroit with the snow. Uh, that was last season. And that was, there was on, one. It was on Thanksgiving. They played, they played the Browns, right? And they, they, they played, played the, the game in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, maybe that game was on Thanksgiving. But yeah, we all, we're all talking about the same game. We know what we're talking they about. They played here. in the Detroit Bill. two games in a row, right? They played yes. at the Lions and then they played Cleveland in Detroit. Yep. So. That Bills Browns game that took place in Detroit, I remember there was like a like one of the bigger domestic sports books didn't they didn't have that in their house rules that the game had to take place at a certain time, so people just got like buckets of closing line value and probably like middle to try to middle the game or something. If it moved, most places it's just like a no action situation because the agreed thing is time time that it's supposed to take place or at least like the day it's supposed to take place and the place it's supposed to take place. But I'm more thinking about okay, like especially for Miami. You're going to like remove a lot of the reason why people like Kansas City in the game. There's no difference between the teams if Miami is healthy. There's some difference between them with Miami in this state, but there's way more in the market to it to be like, well, but it's Miami and they're hurt and Tua and outside and cold temperatures. Like that's, this was three and a half. Now it's four and a half. They move the game to Detroit. First of all, the total would be much different too, but the side would be like way different. Like if, uh, if the Chiefs. Kansas City less than three. If the Chiefs and Dolphins played in a dome, any dome, it's just it's is it just three depending on like the Miami injury was, report? Well, is it well, two and probably a half? because because I, I was thinking like if they let's just say they you moved the Kansas game City. to Indy and it was right. Kansas City like one and a half, I would I would like the probably like strain a muscle like clicking the button to bet <laughs> right. Kansas City. It'd be worse than being outside in Kansas City. It'd be like whatever whatever the frostbite equivalent is trying to click buttons too fast. Yeah, I, three I guess. Um, but, but like, man, is I'd, this game supposed to I'd be like colder Miami than like a little in that game? I'd like Miami at, a little at, bit to be able to do some things. At three, yeah, yeah. I like Miami in the. I like Miami in this game. But like, what? What? So, like, where does the temperature like potentially rank with like the Giants Packers NFC Championship game? Like in two in January two thousand eight. I mean, we can look up some historical comps. So the. 
the projection for their the forecast for this game right now is like the the warmest it will be is I think it's like the the real time temper the real temperature is like four. And the I wind think I saw that like also. Negative Andy, Andy, like Andy that. Slater yeah. tweeted that, who's like, who covers the yeah. Dolphins from Miami. It's like four or five degrees, and then the wind chill's like under negative, like under negative twenty at times. And the frostbite yeah, like chart is crazy. Like it's just, I mean, it's you just can't be outside for more than a couple minutes, and in at any level doing anything in weather like that. And I love how that's the one where they're like, no changes. Like, cool, great. Like, you really want this some kind of PR disaster at this game? That's what you're going for. Like, I, 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 I think cooler like... heads have to prevail here. Or colder heads, maybe. And colder look, heads, maybe, like, maybe, point. maybe yeah. you're out there listening or watching, or you're in podcast form. And you're like, "Wow, these guys are a bunch of p words." Like, how can you say that, man? It's football. But like, okay, like maybe they'll play the game. Also, like, yeah. I'll tell you what. Like, I don't have any kids yet. If I had one, I wouldn't let my kid go outside, and I wouldn't like want like my mom going out in that temperature, or like you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. So yeah, like people can say what they want and think what they want. Maybe the game ends up getting played. You couldn't. But think of like to sit outside for three hours and like minus twenty five with the wind what, chill. What's how much would you rather sit in Kansas City or in Buffalo? Buffalo. We would just like nail yourself to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Like, a... Or freeze to death. It's like Gary Sinise and Forrest Gump. Like ah, no. his arms out of the storm. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, I, I don't even, I don't even like it. I don't even like it when it's like 30 degrees. I'm negative 30. No, thanks. You, you'd probably have to pay me like over a million dollars for me to even. I still would. I, you know what? Like no amount of money. All right. On the other side, more NFL playoffs, and we'll get into the national championship game this past Monday, Michigan over Washington. All right. So during the break, we looked up some of the coldest games in NFL history. And I think the con- at the conclusion of our research, I think uh, the conclusion is uh, I don't think this game's getting moved on, uh, yeah, on Saturday night. So yeah. I retract so the statement. Wh- just not not that not that I don't think they should think about it. Just that I think you're right. I think they're going to play the game no matter what. So what was um we're looking at what like in like minus twenty potentially with the wind chill minus twenty five on Saturday yeah. night Chiefs and Dolphins. Yep. Okay, so for people that are like just joining us or whatever, just to reiterate, um, and and we'll get into Buffalo and Pittsburgh as we move along. But that game might get moved because of lake effect, and the wind just might be so insane that they might play the game elsewhere. Kansas City, Miami is currently tracking to be one of like I don't want it might not be top five, one of the ten coldest games in the history of the NFL, and one of the five coldest playoff games in the history of the NFL. So just for some context, the Ice Bowl, nineteen sixty seven. When men were men, with Bart Starr and the Green Bay Packers against the Dallas Cowboys. We didn't Cowboys. know about CTE or concussion. <laughs> we were just saying, like, no, oh, like, they've rung his bell. Yeah, you know. So to tape it up, get out there, kid. Uh, right. Minus forty-eight for the ice ball. Can you, minus. I, this, no. It seems like it's what's what's the is Mike? Mike will know this right in the chat. What's the plan? One of the planets, it's like really cold, right? Or when it's away from Hoth. the sun, is it like <laughs> one of the real planets? because oh. <laughs> on some of them, it's like. It's 800 degrees, but then it's like, oh, on this one, it's really cold, probably furthest from the sun, maybe something like that. Well, it's I, a, that's it's what Pluto, it probably, like. right? That's not a planet anymore, apparently. We're not supposed Neptune? to say that. The moon is negative 102. The crazy thing is, that's only 50 degrees different than this game. Yeah, right. The dark that's side the crazy of the moon thing. is, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the ice bowl was as close to the moon as it is to zero. Think that's... about that for a second. That's pretty pretty insane. And my recommendation for people, you want to check out the dark side of the mood, just like eat an edible and listen to some Pink Floyd in your like in your like temperature controlled room and enjoy yourself. Ice I bowl just, minus forty eight. Yeah, we wear space Do- suits. 
You know that? <laughs> it's just like, what is, what is this? Oh, you also mean because of the oxygen pads? and the gravity, all that stuff. Yeah, right. Also not pads? Reasons, you mean yeah. like cleats? I, like cleats? Helmets? <laughs> it's like Neil Armstrong gets out of there just wearing like the Miami Dolphins uniform. <laughs> this is once, and I've suffocated and uploaded. Like, <laughs> one small step for uh, the freezer yeah. bowl, which I feel yeah. like no one like knows about this game because like ultimately. Um, the Bengals lost in the Super Bowl. This is Joe Montana's first Super Bowl at the Niners in 1981. The Bengals hosted Dan Fouts and the San, then San Diego Chargers. It, the game is literally called the Freezer Bowl. Minus 59 with the wind chill. It is called the Freezer Bowl. And again, no one ever talks about this game because the Bengals lost the, the, in the next game to San Francisco and Joe Montana right. in uh, Super Bowl 16. Uh, then we go to Seahawks Vikings, which is known as the Blair Walsh game, Walsh with Teddy game. Bridgewater, yeah. with Teddy Bridgewater before he had like that catastrophic Did you bet knee that game? injury. Yeah, I, I bet Seattle I, and I won. I had Seattle money line for a lot of money, and and ne- needed that kick to miss desperately. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was like a, it. Yeah. it was like a nineteen. Like Bridgewater leads them all yeah. the way down at the end of the game against Russell and Blair Walsh misses like a nineteen-yard field goal at the end of the game, minus twenty-five. And then the one that I think people will remember because it's the most recent and is famous, of course, because the Giants won and Tom Coughlin's face. Like I, people can yeah. bang on Bill Simmons. I think the funniest thing he's ever written or said was that that Crayola should produce a new colored crayon and the crayon should be called Tom Coughlin's freezing face. It still makes me laugh to this day. Uh, that was minus 24. So this is supposed Which to be like, like that. This. So yeah, this is that. The, the, they, or the Minnesota they ain't, game. They yeah. ain't moving this game. They're playing no. it. They're playing I ain't going to be here. I wouldn't go. Like, also, right, how, yeah. much money would, how much money would I have to pay you to go to the game? To go to the Chiefs game? Uh, yeah, to go Saturday to the Chiefs night? game. Probably... I'm going to try to be real. Like I could be hyperbolic and be like $10 million, but like, I'll, I'll try to think of a realistic number here. I don't have to pay for anything. Like that's not part of it. And like you're going to fly free. me to the game and get me a ticket. Yep. And and, and you okay. get handed a briefcase with money. It is tax free. So it's not like in like the States where Ken and I live, where I give you a briefcase for a hundred thousand dollars. And actually it's like 54,000. That's not what yeah, it actually, is. You get the full amount. Than that too. Yeah. And I'll get audited later probably. So like, uh, let's see, what would it be? What would I want? Um, all right, let's say if you offered me like $50,000, would I say uh, yes? Not even, no, no anything. way. No way. I have to sit up. Yeah, but I could like figure it out. That's the first number that sounds 1% interesting to me. Okay. 100,000, 100,000 tax free, and I like pr- get to prepare for it and you pay for everything. I think I would, I think for $100,000, I would definitely do 50 is that like maybe. Maybe I would do it. Right. I don't Let's, know. Uh, Tyler Morales is with us, our outstanding technical director here on the show. Tyler, like me, has been, we'll get to the national title game at some point, has been licking his wounds since, since everyone except for Ken got buried on the national championship game on Monday night. Yeah. Tyler is with us. Uh, hello, Tyler. Uh, we didn't check is, his mic. It, He's it, probably is, trying is to Is Tyler talk. with us? Yeah, just, uh, is, is, is Jake with us? Is Jake the Snake Asan, our excellent engineer, with us? Hello, Jake. Hello. Uh, Jake, how much money would we have to pay you to sit outside in Kansas City on Saturday night? Like $10,000. <laughs> okay. $10,000. I got to be honest. That's like a reasonable answer. Yeah. I, 
we used to have Bill on, and he'd be like, "Give me like twenty bucks, and I'll just go sit." Actually, like, I actually right, kind of want to call. Actually, kind of want to call Bill <laughs> to ask him this question. If we had had him on like ever in the last six months, I'd say, "Yeah, this is a really bizarre return trip." No, like, no, I mean, I'm being dead serious. I for a year, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we can, right? We need to have him like be like a thing when we have Bill on. Like we'll have Bill on to do yeah. like a hockey segment, and then we'll this ask him questions like, like this, the, like the like the the, the the prodigal son returns. How much money would we pay you to go to this game? Okay, bye. <laughs> Uh, wait, Tyler, do we have Tyler's microphone situation sorted out? Tyler, do we have you? Probably talking. I think I'm here. Okay, way turn louder. the microphone up way, a little way, bit. Way louder. You sound, yes, you sound like you're in Buffalo right now. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk for a few seconds, Tyler. Hello, guys, I'm here. All right, no, Tyler, how much would better. we... It's, it's whatever. <laughs> Tyler, how much would we have to pay you to sit outside in Kansas City on Saturday night? I'll actually give you a reasonable answer. I'll give you like 125000 That's what I, exactly what I would need. And I would really? need airfare paid for and everything. So if I said, like, here's $75,000 in a briefcase tax-free, and you have to go to the Chiefs game, and you can leave right when it's over, you'd be like, no? Really? Yeah, it's my, I would value my life at, like, $125,000. Because if I go, <laughs> there is a chance I die. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I guess, like, What's you would wear, worth? like... You'd wear like 19 layers yeah. and like have like bone broth to sip on or like whatever. It's like you'd make it. Man. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, you know what? Like, honestly, when you, I don't know why, but when you said like 75,000, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm I saying 100, 100, I'm in. I didn't give me the briefcase. Yeah. yeah. Tax free. It's like, it's close. It's close. Okay. Uh, I also am Alex. not sure it's going to be a good game, which is part of it too. Like if they were, if it was like an awesome game, this is this is not an awesome game. Even if the why you mean like the Dolphins? It's gonna say you feel like the Dolphins are gonna win like thirty to nothing. They could. We'll talk about that game and it moved later. <laughs> it's, I think it's really it's a really interesting betting market. And now we know they're probably not gonna move the game. Uh, Alex, how much would we have to pay you to sit outside in KC for three hours? Uh, I think ten ten thousand is probably reasonable. I wish you would ask me about Buffalo though, because. Five thousand for the Steelers game. I'll do that. And Alex would pay oh, us five thousand dollars to go to the Steelers game. Also, like, yeah. can we can we put Alex's graphic back up on the screen? And for the people only audio right now, so the graphic is great. Alex is very handsome in the picture. It's it's awesome. As one of like the tabs that we have underneath Alex, it says "suffering Steelers fan." Like, no, like Steelers. Really you haven't had a losing season. Right. You haven't had a losing season since like the 1800s. You don't right. suffer. Like, there, so like you do King not Arthur suffer. Was on the throne. Like, like, right. like you, you go home for 500 every year. You won a Super Bowl like like right. 15 years ago. Like you, you do not yeah. suffer. You don't suffer. Sorry. Right. Uh, optimistic okay. Steelers fan. We could change it next time. Sure. Weird. Also, like you can I, even be I, pessimistic, but you can't I, be suffering. I'm I'm I can't I can't wait to bet the Steelers if this is going to be like a fake game on Sunday. I'm definitely going to bet them if that's their path be the to case. victory is yep. like a it becomes Calvin Ball Te becomes like a Te fake made up sport. Yeah, keys keys to victory hyphen <laughs> not, fake game not not keys to victory not football <laughs> keys to victory game played not football. Well, we can't, guys, I got problems in the locker room. I got good news. We can't beat him at football. But that's not what this is going to be. <laughs> I love the Cal I don't know, people. People get the Calvin Ball reference from Calvin and Hobbes. Right. It's a made up. The the rules of Calvin Ball are like there are no rules. And that right. Hopefully, maybe that'll up, be what happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, there were rules, Ken. There are rules with sports betting, and it's when you make yes. a bet. Uh, if the bet loses, you lose, and if it wins, you win. Uh, you <laughs> right. won. 
tough, whatever. You won yeah. on Monday, buddy, uh, with Michigan. Yeah. And like, and look, like you came on the show every single Lockmas segment that we did on Football Mondays through the season. It was always kind of like, here's the national championship market. What do you think? And to your credit, it was always, I like Michigan. And like, kind of like never deviated from that from that position. Um, so credit to you, man. And they got the job done. Now, I'm curious kind of your viewing experience during the game because it kind of felt a little bit not the same thing. It felt a little bit like, this is going to be such a weird analogy, I think, when I say it. It makes sense to me. Maybe you think this is nuts. It felt a little bit like Warriors-Cavs Game 7 2016 where okay. that the score was tied at 89 for like five minutes straight and like neither team like did uh, anything. I see where you're going. So. Okay. So the score is 20 to 13 Michigan for what felt to me like basically like three like quarters of the game and yeah. Washington just Michigan kept going like three and out and they were stopping the run and then like Penix would do something stupid and ended up like holding his gut like Ben Roethlisberger the entire end of the game yeah. and Washington just couldn't break through and then Michigan just like the dam eventually burst and Michigan ends up rolling up on them with two touchdowns at the end for a 21 point margin of victory. So A... Like, congrats to you and to our listeners and viewers that tailed you on the Michigan pick all, literally all season. Uh, B, kind of like, tell, tell us about the experience, man. Monday night, yeah, Michigan sure. wins the natty. I was uh, I was a little nervous just because, like, Penix and DeBoer were just, there was such an interesting combination. And I think I even said this, like, Washington, like, on a sheet of paper, Washington doesn't, they don't look like a whole lot. And defensively, they look like nothing. But this this quarterback and this coach were just kind of doing something special. So that that had me a little spooked, like a little concerned and, uh, but still like was optimistic. I think the entire time, you know, throughout the entire season, it was like, look like this, if you do what I do and you just, I, one of my things that I like care a lot about am super passionate about, like love thinking about is like sports and games, which we talk about on the show all the time, especially just watching games, my favorite thing, but also like trying to figure out like who is going to win a title in a specific sport and why, and is there something like common threads that link together all of these teams? They have certain traits. And Michigan was the only one all year that had all the traits. They were the only one that made any sense. And that's why we bet them so much and why every week it was the same conversation. And it's not that they had to win. Washington could have won the game. Uh, Texas could have beat Washington. Alabama could have beat Michigan. Just that, you know, to be honest, like you'd be remarkably surprised, even though there are close games along the way, how frequently the champion ends up being something like this. And so it was just, it was good. It was, it was, it's fun to have your opinion kind of reinforced by what happens or your methodology reinforced by what happens. That's what happened in the game. So the viewing experience was kind of whatever. Uh, halftime, only because at halftime you have, and these halftimes are just brutal in college, really take forever in college football. You just have a lot of time to just sit there and think about stuff. And that's like the only time that I was just like, they should definitely be up more. Penix has played the worst half of the season. If he plays better, this could get really interesting. And I, I just, I'm so done with Jay. I'm so glad I don't have to root for JJ McCarthy anymore in my life, uh, unless I bet on his team to win the Super Bowl or something. Whoever ends up drafting him, which I probably won't end up doing at some point. Um, just you know, at halftime was like a little nervous. Will Johnson gets the interception like right out of halftime. Basically, Michigan has the working margin the whole time, and especially as the game and you mentioned the 20 to 13 dry spell, you could tell that Washington wasn't going to be able to run the ball at all which obviously when your offense is one-dimensional, that's a big advantage to the defense when the defense is good. And that Michigan just has a lot of dudes. They're just Harbaugh. I told you this this morning, just like a reminder that the start of the year was kind of punctuated by Harbaugh saying that this team probably had more NFL talent, would have more players drafted than any team in the history of college football. And I don't know if that's going to be true or not, 
but it was sort of proven by a lot of the performances of a lot of the players, especially on defense, where they just have a ton of monsters. And uh, so it was, it was really fun. It's look the money. It's always about the money first, and the money is great. Um, but secondary, this was cool because this was one that everybody could kind of be in on. Like it's you know we're going to do bets for NFL playoff games. Like sometimes it's oh well I bet this number and then it moved and I don't get this and you should get this and it's there's no uniformity and if you miss the show one day you might miss the bet. And, you know, like it's hard to get everybody on the same page when you do this kind of stuff and we're on every day. So this one was cool, like first for the money, but second, just because it was easy to get in on. It was easy for everybody to like know what team we liked and what team we were rooting for and to bet them and to win. Um, So that was like, you know, the money is the coolest part. But the second coolest part was that we don't get that a lot. And then the real cool thing, which we can do later try to figure out who's going to win the Super Bowl is the next step. That's a much taller task. That's a much tougher one. College football has been much easier recently. Um, that one's tough. I, I have a couple strong opinions, which when we do the It Move games, we can kind of go through also. Looking forward to doing that. And look, like, I'm happy it turned out the way I wish Washington had covered, but very happy yeah. that Michigan won for you guys and all the people that well, bet Penix. it. Kind of, just, like, just like zero out of a 10. Yeah. So. If Penix plays like... 50% of the game he played in the Sugar Bowl. Like, does, does Washington at least cover the spread? Probably, right? Maybe they don't win the game. They probably could, could be dramatic. Really annoying. Um, yeah. If Listen, if you're here looking for spin on Belichick and Vrabel and Pete Carroll and Saban, we will get to it a little later in the show, but it's a sports betting show. So we're going to give you picks, analysis for all the games coming up this weekend, including with our friend Joey Kanish coming up next here on You Better You Bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. It's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. That's up to you to decide, but hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit with the call this past Monday night on ESPN ABC. Michigan, kind of like at the end, kind of like pulverizes Washington, wins the game. Yeah. Probably an unflattering scoreline for Washington, but a deserved win in national championship for the University of Michigan, beating Washington 34-13. to Our friend Joey Kanish is going to join us in just a moment here to talk about Michigan, and we'll get Kanish's takes on Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Just want to update a story that we talked about earlier in the show for our live audience. Um, we had a report from Marty Griffin, who works for KDKA News Radio in Pittsburgh. That is an Odyssey station in, um, in Pennsylvania. Um, that, you know, the NFL was considering maybe moving the Steelers-Bills game because of lake effect um, weather in Buffalo, that maybe the game would get moved to Cleveland. Uh, Brooke Pryor, who covers uh, the Steelers for ESPN, tweeted moments ago that the Steelers have not been informed about any potential of moving the game from Buffalo. So uh, I think obviously like a lot to be figured out here still with the Saturday night game. Ken and I saying last segment, we think it's unlikely to be moved despite the, you know, minus 25 degree with the wind chill Saturday night in KC for the Chiefs and the Dolphins and then we'll see about Sunday obviously with the Bills and the Steelers and potential like windiest playoff game of the century here Buffalo and Pittsburgh great guests joining us next hour on the show Adam Chernoff Connor Allen Rob Bazola we'll get to our analysis coming up of Super Wild Card Weekend all of our bets for tonight and we'll talk about all the markets open right now next head coach at Alabama and various next head coach at various NFL teams, including the Bill Belichick-less New England Patriots. But right now, let's welcome to the show a very happy, I'm sure, Joseph Kanish. 
uh, pro sports better Joey Kanish does great content with our friends over at the Hammer on Twitter at the Hammer HQ. You follow him on Twitter. He's awesome at Joey Kanish twenty two. Uh, so maybe really happy about Michigan, but maybe a little pit in the stomach Sunday night with the Lions and the Rams. He joins us now here on the show. Kanish, welcome. Hail to the victors, my friend. Congratulations to you and the great Michigan fans, gentlemen. Terrific. Football Thursday uh, didn't get me on Wolverine Wednesday this week, but we're here on Thursday. Lock, lock, celebrate! I know he's pouring some champagne. Uh, could, could did Fowler? Is, is it me or did Fowler and Herb Street sound like they were calling calling a, a funeral there? Oh well, uh, could could be a little painted to stuff. No, no, it's not painted to nobody. Fifteen and zero national championship and. Not only did the Wolverines get it, we get to then bury the ghost of Matthew Stafford this weekend. Going to be a hell of a two weeks there in the Motor City. Yeah, so Kanish just, you know, Nick asked me in the first hour as like someone who bet Michigan for a lot to win the title all year. Just like, what was it like watching the game? So you're kind of, you got all kinds of emotions going, right? You're a fan of the team. I know you, you bet on them a little bit. If you want to tell us kind of what you're doing in a little bit, like why you're on a little earlier today, I just think it's like a really fun story and, and relates to them winning the title. You don't have to. Um, but otherwise, just kind of what was your experience watching the game? How nervous were you? How confident were you as it was going on? Good luck. I, 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 and this is something I've tried to, to work on, especially with, with games that are well, – it's not as enjoyable during as you'd really want it to be. And maybe that's who we are as sports better when you have a big bet on a game or your team is, is riding this one. It's almost like the relief afterwards. Like you can breathe like, oh, well, yeah, but thank God. Like this is a – during the game, it's just this like – and maybe this is, you know, as we said, the kind of people we are, it's, it's hard to be like, Oh, man, I'm really done when you're, like, on edge for the fun, man. And the, the story I got uh, for Christmas, my dad, who literally has been losing money sports betting since, like, uh, you know, before the, when there was black and white televisions out there, uh, who bets, like, $10 a game, got him a $500 Michigan future for Christmas. So we're going down today to the casino uh, this evening for him to cash the ticket at the counter, uh, which I think will – surpassed his, his, his lifetime gambling winning. So uh, it was a good moment. <laughs> excited for him. Excited for tonight. Um, and just, yeah, as you said, one of those things in the moment, uh, very, very anxiety-inducing afterwards. Uh, you could really sit back and be like, man, I uh, can't believe I actually got to witness this. Hey, like Papa Kanish, one of us. One of, I've been losing yeah. money, been on sports for 20 years. I, we had color television when I started. Yeah, high definition also, but still. So that's, that is a, an awesome story, and I think everyone can appreciate that. Kanish and his dad getting to cash the Michigan future together. That is in all seriousness. It's amazing. And look, this is one of the reasons why I say at the start of every show, like every game is game seven when you bet on sports. Because I think back to like when I was a bigger like fan of the teams that I root for than I am now. Get a little older, work in the industry. Like I used to sit during these Giants games like without any money on it like like I would sit and watch a game now with like a ton of money on it like every game is game seven when you bet on sports when you're a huge sports fan that's why this is this stuff is the absolute best uh you better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday our guest is the great Joey Kanish on Twitter at Joey Kanish 22 all right Kanish from victory on Monday to potential agony on Sunday night so you're saying yep Lions gonna bury Matthew Stafford take care of business against the Rams do you really believe that on Sunday night 
Lions about a three-point home favorite against your old pal Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Nikki, baby, I don't know. I'm, I know I'm going <laughs> to say it. <laughs> I know it's going to come out of my mouth. I know I'm going to play up a bit. In my heart of hearts, this is one of those, like, uh, you know, transcendent uh, who you are. Like, if I look in the mirror, do I really believe that we're going to do it? I, I don't know. And, and that's the honest truth of it. I, I, I want it to happen. I'll be rooting for it to happen. There's a part of, like, for, just in the football sense of, like, the way that the Rams play and Stafford, you know, oh, st- who do I want in a do-or-die playoff game, Stafford or Goff? The Rams' passing attack, the fact that the Lions' pass defense by all metrics is genuinely awful. Like, literally, like, eh, not bad, like, bottom five in the NFL. It just feels like there's a number of things uh, here, and I know some sharp guys that bet three and a half, uh, in some resistance at three. I don't know. I know that it, it'll be crazy at Ford Field. I, I want to believe that the team will come out with a game plan and maybe we can, you know, run it down their throat and that. Am I running to the window to lay three here? No, I'm not. <laughs> so I, I hope we do it. Have I put my own money behind it? Not at this point. Yeah, no, uh, no Lions future for dad for Christmas because I'm not going to catch that one. That might be a, that might be a tough one. Yeah, NFC North, I guess you could have gotten that one. Uh, five other games, obviously, Kanish. I'm sure you're probably following this weather story with the Bills game. Like they might move it to Cleveland, but it's sort of in the early beginnings of them trying to make that decision. So maybe you have a thought on that. I don't know. But five other games in Super Wildcard Weekend. I know, obviously, like you, you take the stuff really seriously. You really try to look for like quantifiable edges, like things you know are good. Sometimes NFL playoffs, they don't really have that. That's not really what this is. But you got opinions. You got teams you think are going to win. Do you have a strong opinion about any of the other five games besides from uh, your Lions playing the Rams? You know, Locke, I, I and this is one, and this it's good. It's not apples to apples, but we talked about some Week 18 games and game. You know, Chiefs were one that we thought like the number had just moved too far to, to, to be on like, yes, that like, yes, the initial move was okay. It moved too far. Uh, and, and like, we thought the chief, I'm getting the impression that almost on the opposite side of things that this dolphins number is starting to get to, and I know they have injuries and I know if you go the dolphins, you know, the trends record, that's going to come up a million times this year when they play great teams. It just isn't a chief team to me that throughout the season has, has played in these games where they're like, it's not a vintage Chiefs offense. It's like in your head, you're thinking of like the, the Chiefs offenses of Super Bowls past or years past where they throw it all over the place. But it, it's, it's really more of a team that leans on the defense and grinds a little bit. And there's still enough firepower for me on this Dolphins team to think that they can stick within the number. And we're getting a bit, a touch of value here at four and a half and even some cheap four and a half out there. So that's one to me that, again, not going to say – we know we all know NFL playoffs not exactly you know, the easiest market to beat. One that I think has gone a little bit too far for me, and now that I can get a cheap four and a half at a few places, I'm just going to have to play it um, and hope that McDaniel and Tua and the guys that they can have left can put up a game plan against the Chiefs team that, for me, has just been really underwhelming for the majority of the season. Fins up. Hell yeah. Let's go Dolphins, baby, plus the four and a half on Saturday night. Kanish, final question for me here in about a minute. Maybe we could save time for like a random bet in the account. If there's a team 
And maybe it's your, maybe you think it's your Lions. Maybe it's the Rams that you think can upend the apple cart a little bit. Can maybe like stand in front of a Baltimore, San Francisco Christmas night rematch in the Super Bowl. Who do you think it is and why in about a minute? Oh my God. You know, because. And by the way, and by, and by the way, and by the way, Kanish, by the way, if you think the answer is nobody and you think that's going to be the Super Bowl, that's okay too. No, it's even worse because the, 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 if I took it out of it, the answer would probably be, probably be the Rams in the NFC. If I was being like, ah, let's just get of a team that has like maybe the best passing stack in the NFC that could come in and cause some issues, uh, it might be them uh, with the pedigree that those guys have. Um, that would be the only team if, I, if I'm being like, I think you, you've got your contenders in the AFC, um, the NFC teams. I don't, you know, do I believe in like a Tampa or a Pittsburgh uh, or Cleveland or Houston to really get there and win multiple games to get there? No, I don't. Um, it, it, it's a disgusting thing to say, but if there's one of those teams that's a dog this week that you could actually see, you know, going on a bit of a run here, it's probably them, which is horrible to say that we're playing that team. Um so yeah, that that if I'm being unbiased, that's the short answer. Is I think there's one team uh, with an elite passing attack that that's going to be better than the passing attack that any other team has in that conference, and it's LA. All right, Kanish, let's close with this. Any random bets in the account? We got about thirty seconds. Ching, ching, bet. You know, Joey Blaze is coming in here. Hey, we faded Vegas last week, baby. We're going back to the well. A VGK team that again. Think they're a bit overvalued. Give me Boston tonight. I gave them all. I, I, I'm going to have some chata with my Bruins tonight. Huh? A little Boston <laughs> Bruins funny line tonight in Vegas. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and uh, if, if you're wondering, no, I'm actually not from Massachusetts. So, Boston is yeah, I think we know. Okay, come on, babe. I'm trying to think of, like, what that, like yeah. what that accent actually will have some chowder with my Bruins. Like, what was chowder. that? All right, Kanish. Uh, hey, have a great time with your dad later, buddy. Gentlemen, appreciate it. Uh, I think we're going to have a little video, so be on the lookout for the uh, the vlog of the ticket All right, bye. Uh, Adam Chernoff right. kicks up a hour, kicks up a hour number two right after this. <laughs> we'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus